Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the World in Sport, I'm Vidi Wiley. This week, it was a historic weekend for rugby league in Papua New Guinea. And the flying Fijians conquered the Barbarians with a dazzling display in London. But first, the Cook Islands have qualified for the 2021 Rugby League World Cup after beating the United States 38-16 in their final playoff clash in Jacksonville, Florida. The Cookies led by two points at half-time before crossing four five second-half tries to secure their third trip to a World Cup and first since 2013. Captain Brad Takairangi said it was an ugly game, but they got the result they needed. You know, we knew it was going to be tough um, coming all the way over to America um, you know, for this qualifier, and the, the conditions were pretty atrocious at that stage. But to get that win, um, you know, put our little nation back on the map and head towards the World Cup in 2021 is pretty special for us. For yourself and a few of the other veterans in the team, uh, you were there six years ago, but obviously didn't get the opportunity to go to the last World Cup. What does it mean? You know, after that adversity, to come back and know that you're back in the, in, in the top tier again. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, you know, between drinks, I guess. Uh, missing that in the you know, 2015 to qualify for the 70 World Cup and losing that game to Tonga was heartbreaking. Um, so it was really good that a few of us old boys could put our hands up and got the opportunity to uh, you know, play this game. And uh, we sort of owed America because last time we played them in the World Cup, they beat us. You talked about it being quite difficult out there. What what were you guys saying out there? Because you got off to an early lead, you got a couple of tries up, and then they came back. So what was the sort of what was the talk out on the field at that point? We actually knew because because the wind was so strong. So every time we scored a try, they were just going short and getting the ball back, which was, was really frustrating for us. We couldn't build any uh, proper momentum. But um, you know the, the talk stayed positive, even though they were scoring a couple of tries here and there. And um, yeah, it was just good to run over in the end. And I suppose uh, Cook Islands Rugby League, you haven't really ever had it easy in recent years. You you talk about having to play Tonga in that qualifier in 2015 and, you know, up until recently you've missed out on the Oceania Cup and all of the sort of new excitement that International Rugby League has been having. So next year you get to be a part of that Oceania Cup and now you're going to the Rugby League World Cup again. So it's uh, a very exciting 12, 24 months ahead. Yeah, 100%. I'm really frustrated in um, process, I guess, not being able to have many games. You know, this is the this year we got to play South Africa in the media test, followed by the nines into this game. So it's the most fluid we've played in, you know, in years, to be honest. Um, it's been a frustrating process, but uh, we sort of feel like that the whole of the world sort of been against us. Didn't want us in the World Cup sort of thing. So we had our, you know, in the end of the bubble, um, you know, we stuck tight, uh, had a really good camp, and to be able to, you know, have a few games to look forward to, two games guaranteed next year leading into the World Cup is massive for us. We can't wait to have the good on this and. You know, we've got so many talented players playing in the NRL and the Super League of growing heritage, so who knows what's going to happen in the future. Hopefully we can get a lot of them coming back and, you know, we can sort of do um, similar things to what Tom have done. Could those people of Cook Islands Heritage now look at a World Cup, look at the Oceania Cup and say, we want to be a part of that? 
Yeah, I think 100%. Um, you see what Tonga have done with all their big stars coming back to going back to play for Tonga and how successful they've been. And the only thing with us, you know, there's been no games for boys to play, so they're always going to play for the Kiwis or, or Kangaroos or anything like that. But, um, you know, we've got a lot of players, especially um, in the Kiwi squad, um, uh, even like someone like Jordan Rapana who's gone overseas for, for a little bit. Hopefully, you know, we, we'll be able to get together. We can really put um, our country on the map because, you know, we've only got our island consists of 15,000 people living back on the island in Rotonga and I think our total population over the whole world is something like 100,000 and that's in the whole world. So we're only a tiny nation but, you know, hopefully this will be the stepping stone to something really special. And in saying that, just in saying that, but we've got so many good young kids coming through. You see them playing today, Stevie Masters, Kayle Weedle, you know, Ruben and we've got a lot of young kids who really play really well and, you know, we'll see them playing at NRL in a not too distant future. That's the Cook Islands Rugby League captain, Brad Takairangi. Papua New Guinea have surged up the Rugby League World Rankings following historic home wins by their men's and women's teams at the weekend. The Kumuls came from behind to defeat Great Britain 28-10 in Port Moresby, securing their first win against the Lions in 29 years. In the earlier game, Shirley Joe scored a last-minute try to give the women a 20-16 win over England, securing the Orchids their first ever Test match win. Captain Elsie Albert relived that historic moment with Tele Anderson. I was uh, at the other side, and uh, when the and when our lock ran in, and then she played the ball, and when Shirley got the ball, I thought that oh, that's it. Like it's the final what 22 two minutes. If that ball dies, then it's over. We were leading by um, 16 points to 6, but then they stood up with us, and I felt that we would, we would lose, we would lose. But then when Shelly got the ball and she did those steps and went in for the try, I just stood there and like, is that for real? <laughs> I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't explain the feeling. I was standing there, I was jumping up and down, and so, and yeah. You could feel, you could kind of feel what everyone on the field was feeling because everyone was just so emotional. I mean, like, I, even I, when I was watching, I was like, what? It was just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it was like our first win, uh, like our first test match win. So it was very emotional for us, for us and as well as uh, our supporters, the Papua New Guinea. And um, tell me, what about the crowd? Could you hear the crowd cheering? What was could you, yeah? Could you hear them in the background? Oh, I I could hear them loud and clearly. I could hear them. Clap. I could I could I could see some people like uh, crying at the back, putting their hands on their head and crying. Like the scene was amazing. I could I could hear all the like all the people in the stadium shouting, shouting, okay, okay, okay. And the feeling is overwhelming. And I guess, what's the response been like, um, you know, as a woman of the Orchids team? Just what's the response been like from the country, the fans, and your family after after the weekend's winning game? They, 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 were, they were very proud of us. Like, uh, we, we lost a lot of games, and uh, they fell down by, by us losing a lot of games. And then for us to come back like this from a very, you know... Um, we are two years old, the Orchids, and for us to come back from, I don't know, I think, I think uh, six, uh, many losses, like we didn't win any game, but for us to come back and win this test match against England, 
They were very proud. They were very proud of us. And um, I guess last night as well, it was announced that you guys have jumped um, up on the rankings, passing Canada and France. You're fourth place now. Um, you're sitting fourth in the world. Um, how does that make you feel? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm just happy that I have to be, a, I get to be a part of, a part of something that, uh, you know, changed history. You know, from the sixth place to the fourth place. For me, uh, it's, it's very. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just proud. I'm just proud that I get to be a part of, you know, bringing, bringing us from the sixth place to fourth place. And yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm so happy that I, I get to be a part of, a part of this. And um, guess, I guess talking about how you guys have been established for two years, um, and when you look back, you know, um, with a, a country with high rates of gender-based violence and I guess the lack of opportunity for women, what does this win mean for you as the captain of the PNG women's team? I mean, you know, you've just been in England, your first test match win, you're ranked fourth in the world now, and when you compare that to two years ago, and just you know, PNG as a whole. What does yeah? What does that mean for you as a woman and the captain of the women's team? For me, for me, um, uh, it brings a message across. I think that uh, this brings a message across that uh, women women can do anything. Women can do anything, and uh, if if support is given, if support is given and support provided, uh, we can do anything. We can do anything, and we just we just saw it. We just saw it on field on Saturday. That we PNG women are like any other woman in the world, and uh, we are strong. And uh, yeah, we we can do it if support and uh, uh, yeah, if support is provided. And so it, it means a lot for women in PNG because um, uh, most of the time, you know, uh, people going around and saying that uh, we we cannot do things. Uh, PNG women cannot win any game. They 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 can't do this, but we just. Pro- Proved everybody wrong on Saturday uh, between uh, you know between England and I'm so happy that you know I get to show I get to captain the side and to show uh, girls and women in PNG that we can do anything if we put our time and effort into doing whatever we want to do. And do you think this the win in the weekend has kind of earned uh, the women's team more respect in some way? Yes, definitely. It, it does. It does. Um, for example, um, we usually get a lot of uh, comments from the men folks in PNG saying that uh, women can do anything, uh, like especially in the rugby arena. But then um, all, all these comments and all these uh, bad comments towards us on Facebook and on social media is uh, suddenly changed after that win uh, on Saturday. So yeah, it means a lot. That's the PNG Orchids captain Elsie Albert speaking with Tilay Anderson. The Flying Fijians have signed off 2019 with a 33-31 victory over the Barbarians in London. A new-look squad took to the field at Twickenham in Fiji's first showing since a disappointing Rugby World Cup, with 16 players making their international debut. Head coach John McKee, who is off contract at the end of the year, says it was great to see so many newcomers impress. It's gold for us to be able to um, play a game like this in, in terms of exposing you know, our next tier of players to the to the high level of competition and, you know, playing a big stadium, big crowd, the atmosphere, all, all those types of things. So, you know, 
those those players that, that can be in contention for the flying for gems next year, you know, for them to have experienced this environment already, it, it's it's a bonus. In terms of the, the the new faces that came into the squad, was there anybody that stood out particularly for you? Teddy Teller had a, had a great debut at, at five eight. You know, he's a he's a player who's um, been playing in Brisbane. We've had an eye on him for a while, but the question on you know to, to see how he could step up and certainly you know really directed play very well. Was always threatening with the ball to the ball on a lot of a lot of very very good things in the game. You know, Johnny Dyer, you know, we know what a what a strong player he's been in at NRC level, so it was great to see that, that he can step up and, and show the same type of impact at at um at, at this higher level. Of course there's already uh, a number of Fijians playing in Europe and you're no stranger to heading over to catch up with them, you know, each year. Um can a game like this open doors for, for any of those players? Do you know if uh, any of the current squad the the locally based guys you know now that the world cup cycle is starting afresh again will are any of these guys getting offers and uh, options from up that way oh, i think um i think out of that game i think a few players there'll be certainly be some interest in some players maybe that the clubs in, in europe didn't know very much about i think you know that i look at the performance in um in, in that game of, of our players for sure and uh obviously uh you know we're in november christmas is fast approaching uh no doubt yourself and the players will be looking forward to a, a little bit of time with friends and family and, and maybe not having to think about rugby uh, if you're lucky enough for a, for a week or two at least. Um, what, what, what sort of happens from here? Has the review process for the World Cup uh, started yet? When does that wrap up? And, and obviously for yourself and some others, I guess there's contract situations to work out as well. Yeah, like the, the review process is still ongoing um, with, um, with Fiji. You know, it's a bit of a it's sort of slowed up this week with the, with the focus on, on the um, on the um, Barbarians game. But I'll, I'll be back in Fiji next week and um, you know meeting with the board and, and the chairman and, and discussing what what plans or otherwise there are for for going forward. In terms of, uh, I know you said the other day that uh, discussions are ongoing in terms of the the contract situation as well. Um, be it yourself or, or or somebody else, when would you expect um, the FIU would have a, a decision on that? Well, as, as it stands, my contract finishes on on 31 December, so you know I'm, I'm expecting to um, get some news next week when I return to Fiji as as to um, whether there's any likelihood that that could continue or. or or it will end at that point. But you know, it's it's really it's a, you know it's in the board's hands now, and you know and that'll be that'll be their decision to make. Obviously, you've been with this team now for you know a good five or five and a half years in this role. Um, what have you been most proud of in your time to date, and and what would you still like to achieve if given that opportunity? You know, I really hang my hat on um, you know the, the performances you know over the years. You know, with our you know the special moments in our in, in wins over. Tier one teams, you know, with um, beating Scotland Italy twice and, and Fiji and, and, and France and France last November. I mean, they, they, were, they were big moments for us. But it's, you know, for me, it's also about some of the things that we've put in place on on the ground. Um, and you know, in, in terms of our player development and working with Dolo and Kaliawari and, and the guys around the academy and, and building building that up to develop our players. You know, you see that the 20s have got back into the into the championship that's been very important for Fiji rugby and, and although not directly involved with that team that you know haven't having been instrumental in, in helping get the academy operating properly you know it means we've now got a good depth of young players and, and, and looking at this group that, that went to, to the Barbarians that wouldn't be possible without that um, elite player development pathway so, so for me 
you know, look, looking at Fiji rugby going forward, I see, you know, I see improvements we can we can make from um, our campaign this year. Um, I know that that all the other teams get better as well. I mean, the the, the bar certainly gets higher and higher at each way we will cut them as much as we we make improvements and our opposition do as well. So, so you know, it's a big task. But I see a lot of really good young players here that um, can come into the the flying Fijians quite quickly. And, and, and be frontliners for by by Rugby World Cup 2023. Um, so by, by that stage, we, we you know our depth is building all the time. That's the Flying Fijians rugby coach John McKee, and that's the Warden Sport for this week. I'm Vinny Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. You can listen to this and other programs on our website rnzi.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.